Hi, I'm Tim from Bidden Research and welcome to today's podcast. Today I'm going to talk about a real hot topic, mental health awareness. It is Mental Health Awareness Week this week. Typically I'm not a fan of this week and that week and whatever and national whatever day, but this one I can get behind because mental health has been in the past a bit of a stigma, something that people don't talk about. But you know what? Having a mental health issue does not mean you are crazy. It doesn't mean that you've gone mad. It's a normal thing. I think there's a real rise in it for a number of reasons. I think that genuinely there's been a lot of people over the years that had it and didn't speak about it, didn't dare speak about it. Um, But I also think um, a lot of it's caused and created by the modern world we live in. This is just my personal opinion, but we are overloaded with information. There's not a single person, not a single person I know who doesn't have a smartphone. Even my grandparents, my children, they don't need a smartphone. But other than that, I don't know a single person. And that access to information and continual communication, I think, puts a strain on us. We are using our minds more than ever before. I personally believe that we are um, the most intelligent and informed um, generation ever because we have so much access, access to information at our fingertips. In the past, you know, when I was a kid, you didn't know something. You'd look, you'd look in an encyclopedia. If it wasn't there, you'd just have to accept that one person thought one thing and another thought another and who knows what's right. Now there's none of that. I want to know something. I asked Siri. Hey Siri, what's the capital of Cuba? <laughs> and there it is, the answer. Hey Siri, who was the seventh queen of England? You know, and there's the answer. I don't need to learn those things. That information is there. Information overload is happening. There's people sharing ideas and thoughts, and I recognize that that's what I'm doing right now. Um, if you want to know anything, if you want to learn anything, if you want to do anything, you can learn it. There's access to information and it's free. The majority of it's free, as I know. I know the argument is you've got to have an internet connection, you've got to have a device, but but even homeless people have phones. I saw a homeless person with an iPhone X last week. I can got an iPhone X and I'm, I'm you know, got a, a job and, and a, I mean, homeless people can have jobs. Okay, anyway, don't know where this is going, but Access to information. I think information overload. We're using our minds more than ever. We're more aware of our minds and how we need to look after them. There's a lot more pressure to be constantly in touch with people. That quiet time just doesn't exist, you know. This is a strange one, but people don't even go to the toilet in science anymore. They go on their own Facebook. They've got information coming to them. You know, you walk from one place to another, everyone's got their head down, looking at their phone, they're looking at information, they've got their earphones in. And I'm as guilty as anyone. You know, I love learning and information, access to information. I'm trying to fill my mind with positive things and learn about business and 
how to be a better person continually. And that is bound to put strain on our brains. There's a lot more pressure. That access to information and images is pressure because it's a natural thing to compare, to compare our lives. And when people share more of their lives, privacy is, I think, becoming less of a thing. People share the most intimate details of their lives online. And we find it interesting. You know, whether we like it or not, reality TV is interesting because it's other people telling their story, living their lives. You know, someone says to you, oh, I have my leg. You're like, oh, I have my leg. You know, you can relate to that. But it's this access to continual information, I think, that that um, is uh, really revealing this uh, mental health issue. So we don't know how to deal with it. We've not had this. Humans have been on the planet who knows how many years. We've never had this information overload before. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about business because this is an area I'm really passionate about. And it's something that discussion is um, is, is widening, is, is more and more people talking about it. Elon Musk describes running a business as chewing on glass, staring into the abyss. Sounds marvelous, doesn't it? But there's a lot of mental strain, mental pressure that happens in having a business. And I can talk about it, you can read about it, I can write it down, but you never quite understand that feeling and that state of mind until you are actually in it. Um, there's things that run through my mind on a daily basis which impact me. I'm not going to lie. I've got decisions to make, I've got things going on, I've got pressure. Um, one thing that I worry about continuously, regardless of our situation, is I've got to I've got to pay people. People rely on me to generate enough income for the business, and they contribute significantly to that in what they do. But you know, if I if I just stop turning up and stop doing stuff, I'm fairly sure if I wasn't sending the invoices making sure the work was coming in and going out that uh, we'd pretty soon run out of money. No matter how much money is in that account, you've got to pay people. People rely on that to pay their mortgage, to pay their bills, to pay for their car, to pay for their phone. Wow, how many families, how many people are relying on us, on, on me, on my decisions, on my actions for their lifestyle? And I'm sure, you know, if job disappeared, the company disappeared, I disappeared, whatever. The world would keep turning, they'd get other jobs, they're intelligent people, they're clever people, but that pressure, you know, they're relying on me for that. We've never missed payroll. Five and a half years, we've always paid everyone on time, without fail, but it's still there in my mind. Um, and that's just one small thing. Now I'm a small business owner. We're a small business. My job title might sound glamorous on the business card, I am managing director. In reality, I am not just managing director. I'm managing director, I am cleaner, I am admin, I am accountant, bookkeeper, well not accountant, we outsource that, but I'm bookkeeper, I'm HR, I'm marketing, 
I'm developing strategy and I'm delivery of all of this as well. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm everything. And I'm not good at everything. There's lots of things I'm pretty average at. There's probably things I'm below average at, but giving it a damn good go of being good at it, doing the best I can. I've got all of these things. I'm gonna do all of these things. And a to-do list that never goes away. Five and a half years, never reach the bottom line to-do list. Never, but hey, I'm done. What, I don't know what to do now. Always something. In fact, I get to the bottom of the to-do list, I hoover up. <laughs> While I'm hoovering, I think of a new to-do list. And all of that going on in your mind creates a lot of questions and you can doubt yourself you can have so much i'm a very confident person i believe in myself i believe in my ability there's times where i just think my god it's gonna fail it's going wrong this is a disaster one call from a client can change everything i'm thinking oh my god what's gonna happen then it passes 20 minutes later i'm thinking this is going great I can do this. I've, I've got my stuff together. I've got this together. And, you know, and I can change it in an instant. And it's a real mental battle. So there's a few other things which cause me the most um, concern, I guess. The most mental anguish. Um, and this is, this is just my thoughts, my opinions. This is just what is going on in my life and I'm sharing it because hopefully it resonates with some other people and they find it useful um, but there's there's a lot of pressures I mean we I personally don't think I feel stress we deal with a lot of high-profile bids on behalf of clients it can be worth millions often hundreds of millions and people's jobs rely on it and I don't really feel that stress and that pressure too much in fact in a lot of cases I think I thrive in that situation um, but I really struggle to take time out turn my brain off when we are busy I work my backside off really I put everything into it you know long hours sacrifice all kinds of personal things and time and I work late and I work early and it's in those times that I think um, I think wouldn't it be good if we just had a quiet spell but this is where I have an issue because when we have a quiet spell I work even harder because we're quiet and I need to make something happen I need to get out there, I need to get some business, I need to engage with people, I need to raise our profile, I need to, I need to make it happen. And that is when I really work hard. That's when I'm sleeping three or four hours a night, I'm working on social media, I'm trying to raise my profile, I'm getting out there to events, I'm doing everything I can to bring in more business, to grow the business, because we're quiet, we can't be quiet, we've got to be busy, we've got to be busy all the time. So when do I switch off? When do I unwind? And the answer is, I don't think I do. Um, and when we go on holiday, a lot of people say, when I go on holiday, 
switch off completely. No phone, no email. I can't do that. I just can't. I get up early, check my emails, do a bit of work before anyone gets up, have the day, full day out, come back, kids to bed, wife goes to bed. I'm like, I'm just going to do a couple of hours. Do a couple of hours. I'll be like, ah, you know, I can survive on four or five hours sleep. Uh, get up early again the next morning. So literally my kids, my wife just think I don't sleep. Uh, sneak a few hours in in between. I come back from holiday, I'm tired because I've been working all night, every night. Because I, But I love it. I love it and I can't stop. And I'm thinking, what if, you know, what if a client needs something? And, or what if there's a, something comes through or an opportunity I'm missing? And you know what? If I did miss those opportunities, the world would keep turning. No one would care. Client might be a little bit like, oh God, Tim hasn't replied. But in reality, the 99.9% of them are very reasonable people. And I'd say, sorry, I was on holiday. And they'd be like, oh, no problem. Don't expect you to reply on holiday. But I expect myself to reply on holiday. I want to. I want to grow this business. I'm going to put everything into it. And I enjoy working. But maybe I need to switch off a little bit. There's plenty of times I've taken calls on holiday and taken an hour in the middle of the day when I should have been doing other things. And I really struggle with that switching off. But, and in my mind, I kind of want to switch off. I envy those people that can just switch off for a week. But I just can't. I, I'm not, I want to, but at the same time, I really don't want to. And... I guess that's one of one of the factors in our success. But then, I think back over the years, if every time I went on holiday, I switched off and didn't do anything, yeah, I'd have missed the odd opportunity. Would we be out of business? No. Would my life be dramatically different? No. But this is a mental battle that I have. So the other thing that really... Uh, I really find a mental challenge is there are two things that I really love in my life which drive me and make me work hard. I love my family and spending time with my family is brilliant. I've got three kids, three young kids, five, three and one, crazy, full of fun, full of energy, inquisitive. They're brilliant, amazing wife who holds it all together and somehow manages to keep us all fed and alive and clean and all the stuff that I would not be able to do without her. You know, we'd be an absolute mess. We'd probably be homeless. We were, you know, but anyway, what she does is amazing and she holds it together. She is definitely what I shed together a lot more than me um, I wouldn't be able to do any of the stuff I do if she wasn't, wasn't there behind it all but I love spending time with them I love going on days out I love going on holidays I love going on an adventure on holiday just fantastic going off the beaten track discovering somewhere new new places, new things kids get excited I'm just like another kid really my wife's essentially got four kids I'm just a bit bigger than the others um, the other thing I love is working I love working I get a buzz from it I love it 
and I love working because I've got a real clear purpose. I know what I want to do. I know where I'm going with my business. I know where I'm going personally. I have a real mission. I want to create a better life for my family. I want to show my kids that you can achieve anything you put your mind to. I want them when they are old enough and have some kind of purpose in their life to pursue those ideas with, with confidence and confidence that I will back them to do what it is they love and to create a life that they love. I'm not just going to, you know, I don't intend to pay for them forever and give them everything they want, but I intend to facilitate their lives so that they can get to a point where they're doing something that they really enjoy. Too many people don't enjoy their life, their job. I want my kids to pursue their passions and I want to create that life for them. And I'm not driven by money, but I'm driven by that mission and that mission is a byproduct of money. So therefore, money is a driver. But that's fine. I accept that, you know? I don't see anything wrong with that. I'm not just after money for the sake of it. I'm just after money for material things or Lamborghinis or whatever, uh, private yachts. I'm after money to give us financial freedom, to create a better life where we are free to do what we want and my children can do what they want with their life. But anyway, so these two things, this mission, this business mission and this family mission are pulling me in opposite directions. Sometimes I'll be like, right, I've really got to get my head down. I've got to work. I've got to work, 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 work. But if I just do that, I achieve the finances, but I'm some kind of absent father. And I don't want that. If I spend too much time just going, oh, my kids need me, I'm not doing the work to create the income to give them the life that they live and to give them the life that I want to give them in the future <laughs> and it's a real balancing act there's two things pulling me you know last night we went to a conference um, we were at a conference all day end of the day there was an opportunity to record a podcast with one of the keynote speakers I was like right we've got to grab this opportunity the downside to that was I was not going to get home in time to put my kids to bed. My five-year-old daughter was upset. And I had to balance that out. And in my mind, that's a mental battle. I'm like, this is an opportunity. And this opportunity, I've got to grab this opportunity. I might never meet this guy again. This podcast, he's a big name. It can get a lot of exposure. If he says something cool, something good, you know. It's going to get us out there. The reach could be phenomenal. The business upside could be great. On the other side, I've got an upset little girl. A little girl who I loved bits. Who the last thing I want in the world is for her to be upset. That's the last thing I want. And I'm out there trying to do this podcast because it's part of a bigger mission to make her happy. But I'm making her upset in the process. Oh, can you see where I'm going? It's such a challenge and it plays havoc with my brain, absolute havoc. And that mental pressure and strain is, it's real, it's real. And it's lonely to make those decisions. My wife is a fantastic support. She understands me better than anyone. She's my best friend, but 
she she has her own priorities. Her priorities are that that night where she doesn't want to have to be dealing with an upset little girl. She understands the bigger mission, the, what we're trying to do, what we're trying to achieve, the lifestyle we want. She's part of that, but she can't make that decision because in the moment, her decision probably would have been come back. You know, she's going to be upset. Get yourself home. And I was like. I've got to make this decision myself and it impacts people. You know, if I didn't do the podcast, it impacts the people in the business. They want to progress in their career. They want to, they're all ambitious people. We've got a real ambitious young team. They want, uh, I have no doubt in my mind that they want to increase their income. They want to increase their impact and their responsibility. And it's through growing the business that we'll be able to give them those opportunities. Uh, if we stagnate, they're not, they're not going to progress. And it's things like doing that podcast that help us to push on that a little bit further. This is the first of, of some other great things that can happen down the line. But weighing those things up and those decisions playing over in your mind, it is so tough and it's lonely. I can ask other people, but ultimately, it's got to be my decision. And I've got to live with the consequences of that decision. And there's no clear right or wrong. There's things that appear right or wrong. I use this decision-making tool, brilliant decision-making tool. A mentor told me years ago, I've made a podcast about it. There's a video about it on YouTube. Love it, brilliant. Can't use that for everything. Sometimes you just gotta think about it and make a decision. And it's hard, especially when there's no right or wrong. This isn't maths, it isn't mathematics. It isn't two plus two is four. It's record a podcast minus upset a little girl equals future success potentially with a hundred other variables floating around it. And that is tough. That's one of the mental challenges that I face. Um, I don't consider myself necessary to have a mental health issue, but I, I think that's part of the wider discussion. It's not mental health awareness week only for people with a um, diagnosed mental health issue or with, with only for people who suffer from anxiety it is mental health awareness being aware of the things that impact your mental health your mental well-being your decisions how you feel and try to take a little bit of care of yourself not being so hard on yourself i feel like i'm in a, a good place most of the time days I get up and I just think oh my god what am I doing no that's five and a half years there's been days where I'm thinking I need to apply for a job there's, there's been times I have applied for a job and then I come back to the big picture and I get a response from someone you applied for a job I'm like oh good what did I do that for <laughs> that was a couple of weeks ago I was in a bad place Actually, today I'm on top of the world. This time next year, Del Boy, we'll be millionaires. You know how it is. And it's really, really challenging. I have done my best to surround myself with good people. People who are in a similar situation. People who can empathize. But I think it's through sharing our experiences that we can all benefit that we can understand we're not alone in these 
scenarios. We're not alone in these situations. Um, so a fantastic talk at the conference yesterday, and this, this lady, she was bearing her soul. It was fantastic. And people were moved. And you could see people were inspired to share their ideas, and they came out, and everyone was talking, and, oh, you know, I have this issue, and this issue. And it brought it to life, and it was real. And sharing those things stops it being a stigma and makes it just something that becomes normal. I'm hoping that in the very near future, Mental Health Awareness Week is not a thing because we don't need it. We're just aware of it and it's part of everyday life. And I have confidence and belief that it will be. I think we are understanding the brain more than ever before. As we progress as human beings, we understand how our body and our mind works more than ever before. And, you know, my my three-year-old at nursery does mindfulness, meditation, and yoga. They're free. The, that understanding of their mind and looking after their mind has been embedded in them from such a young age. That's amazing. Doing those things at that age. I think... If, I think even when I was 15, I thought yoga was a yogurt. <laughs> Meditation and mindfulness, I've whew, never even heard of it. But it's a thing, it's a thing. And we need to understand our brains and understand that it's not a bad thing to struggle with your thoughts, with your mind. And it's not a bad thing to seek help, to speak to people, put it out on a podcast. Write it on social media. It's amazing. You see these things on social media where people pour their heart out. It's a video or writing. And then all this support pops up and all these people are there for them. And, and you see it, it's getting 300 likes. And I know likes aren't anything really. They don't matter. But in scenarios like that, it shows people that they're not alone. It's, it's not just a thing for people in mental hospitals. It's a thing for everyone that we all have a brain and we all have to look after it. So, anyway, I think I've probably rambled on for long enough. Um, But I think it's important that we do share our thoughts. I'd encourage everyone to share their thoughts and their ideas and support one another, especially the business community, because I can relate to that. I know how you you guys and girls are feeling out there. I know what it's like to feel lonely and confused and stressed and want to pack it all in and other days to feel on top of the world and that can be a roller coaster journey from 9am till 9pm that you go on in one day up and down and back again and that takes its toll so let's speak about it don't just watch all the social media influences and the kids with private jets and models and bottles and all that rubbish just be you think about you talk to other people don't judge yourself too much don't be too harsh on yourself look after yourself try and be empathetic and understand what you need for you so that's today's podcast a little bit deep for compared to the usual stuff a little bit longer than usual but if uh, if that resonates with you please 
you know, share your ideas, your thoughts, your comments. Please share it with other people that might be interested. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe. We've got a whole lot more content coming out. Um, so happy Mental Health Awareness Week. Hopefully soon we won't need it because it's just going to be Mental Health Awareness Day every day. It's going to be the normal. So thanks for listening and we'll speak again soon. Goodbye.